0: Oh, what a beautiful day. Hello, hello, and welcome to Waffle Free Storytelling. It's Tina Constant here, and you know the jibber-jabber is all at the end, so we're jumping right into this week's story, which is called The Art of Work. Now, Ishwar sat in her studio, and she stared out the window. Despite all the paint and the easels and the canvases and all the brushes at her disposal, she had nothing. Nothing, not a single idea or shred of inspiration or a glimmer of genius. Well, frustrated and getting deeply annoyed with how happy the birds sounded, (laughs) she got up and she stalked down her garden path, passing an old woman heading in the other way. Morning, Ishwa growled. The old woman nodded and smiled and said, good morning. Now, Ishwa spent that day running errands, having hot roast coffee with her friends, picking a fight with old man Bolton the butcher, (laughs) and falling into bed just before midnight, a little drowsy for the excess mead that she had had through the day, and she slept. She slept so deep that she didn't dream, or if she did, she certainly didn't remember it. And when she woke up in the morning, she woke sluggish. She walked into her studio that day, coffee in one hand, a paintbrush in the other. Her head thumped so hard she couldn't even hear the birds sing. "Ah, uh, forget it, she said, and she wove down the garden path, passing the same old woman from the day before. Morning, Ishwa mumbled. Morning. The old woman smiled and nodded and made her way towards the house. Now this time Ishwa paused. And then she frowned a bit, and she turned around, and she watched the old woman walk towards her house, glance into the studio, and then disappear into the trees. Must be a shortcut somewhere, Ishwa thought, and she carried on into the village. How's the work going? Old man Bolton, the butcher said, and he had a giggle and a glimmer in his eye. Ishwa ignored him and placed an order for sausages. You finished that painting yet? Ishwa's cousin called from a coffee shop across the road. And Ishwa ignored them all, settling instead in her favorite bar, and she ordered coffee. A lot of coffee. The rest of her day was much like it was the day before. Too much bad food and strong mead, and so again, she fell into bed, and she slept without a dream. The next morning, she woke, hungover, and exhausted. She fell into her studio and she sat in front of her easel. On one hand, you know, she hated that thing. But on the other hand, for the life of her, she couldn't let it go. It seemed to be just in her blood. The problem was, for a long, long, long time, her art hadn't spoken to her. Not once. Ishwa sat in front of that easel for an hour, and then for two. Not because she wanted to, but because she just couldn't move. Her body wouldn't let her. Deep and lost in thought, Ishwa didn't notice her studio door open. Good morning. Ishwa turned and she stared at the old woman whose path she had crossed for the last two days. Morning, Ishwa said. The old woman looked around the studio. Do you mind if I join you? Ishwa nodded, partly because she kind of felt like the company, and also she just didn't want to be rude. (laughs) So Ishwa sat in silence and stared at the blank canvas, and the old woman settled into a bamboo chair surrounded by light and green growing things and crystals. And after a while, the old woman said, isn't it beautiful how the light from the crystals seemed to make the birds sing? <laughs> this made Ishwa chuckle. What an odd thing to say. But the old woman was right. As the sun moved across the sky, shining different shades of light into the studio, the bird song changed. And for a moment, the light hovered on the canvas and Ishwa picked up a brush and she swept up streaks of ochre and scarlet from the palette. and she followed the light and the birdsong across the canvas. The more they sang, the closer Ishwa listened and she followed the light as it traveled through her studio. By the time she was done, the sun was going down and the old woman had left. Not daring to look at what she had really put on the canvas, Ishwa went upstairs exhausted. She fell asleep and she dreamt of larks and cardinals and giant eagles and rainbows. The next morning she got up, she missed breakfast entirely and she went into her studio. Without looking at what she had done the day before, she picked up a fresh canvas, mounted it on the easel and waited. For a long time, nothing happened. The birds sang, but there was no melody that Ishwa could pick up. Feeling her old frustration creep in, Ishwa sat for an hour, and then she sat for another. She stared at the brushes in her hands and the blank sheet in front of her. Then there was a knock on the door. Morning, the old woman said. Morning, said Ishwa. Please come in. The old woman smiled and accepted hot tea and sat in that bamboo chair. And after a while, the old woman said, I love how the breeze gives shape to the trees. And Ishwa looked out the window and she laughed. The old woman was right. It was like the trees were dancing. Ishwa picked up her palette and using every shade of green, she painted what she saw. So bright, so vivid, so alive that when Bolton the butcher arrived late in the afternoon with her order, he gasped. Ishwa's heart was so full with peace that she could hardly speak. The old woman, she started to say, but when Ishwa turned around, the bamboo chair was empty. That night, Ishwa dreamed of forests and magic and creatures and universal truths, and the next morning she got up, got dressed, made a cup of coffee for herself and hot tea for the old woman. She put the tea next to the bamboo chair, opened the door to her studio, and she sat in front of another blank canvas. She sat there for an hour, She sat there for two, and then she looked out the window and she closed her eyes. Isn't it miraculous, she heard a voice say, how the smallest daisy can crack through the hardest earth and still bloom. And Ishwa smiled. It is miraculous, she said, and she got to work. At the end of the day, the work was done, and the old lady's cup of tea was dry. After a year, Ishwa had so many paintings that the village decided to put on an exhibition and invited the entire valley to celebrate their most prolific artist. Paintings hung in windows, in trees, in coffee shops and on lampposts. People followed the lanterns lighting paths through the village as they marveled at the joy and the pain and the heartache and the honesty of the work. It was Bolton the butcher who looked most closely at the signatures on every painting. What is this you have signed, Ishwa? he said. There are two names. Who is your collaborator? Ishwa smiled and she touched the signatures. One name was Ishwa. The other name was Muse. I showed up to do the work, Ishwa said. And so did she. Ah. <laughs> oh that's it hey this is the first story in the fellow collection of waffle free storybooks yeah, this is it ah this one's getting built folks um fandango is finished you can go and find those books anywhere on amazon go ahead and enjoy um and in the meantime hey sit down and do the work when you show up great things happen <laughs> okay so what have you been doing this week what have you created what have you put into the world what is the magic that is shining out of your beautiful brain and your wonderful heart <laughs> hey okay i am going what am i going to do uh i haven't decided the sun is shining the dogs are snoring <laughs> so we're probably not going to do anything too adventurous for the rest of the day have a beautiful one yourself and drop around to www tinaconstant.com for all of the shenanigans in the Waffle Free universe, and I'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.